to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself I can do things that you cannot, and you can do things that I cannot. Together, we can do great things. Mother Teresa. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel from Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions. We bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Andrea Smith, and today's show is all about COVID-19, positivity, and mindfulness. Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are so thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. And make sure you listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music, including iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on the Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. We have an amazing show planned for you today. In segment two, I will be talking about mindfulness and the power of meditation during this time. In segment three, I will be talking about some of my favorites, including food, TV shows, and activities to both keep you active and productive during quarantine. And right now, I will be bringing you an update about the COVID situation nationally and internationally. I think right now the biggest question is what is going on around COVID? There has been so much confusion, uncertainty, and misinformation in the air, and it leaves us with so much fear and anxiety and this feeling of restlessness. And I think this is what makes this all so hard on us all. So, because every day, it seems like there's always something new on the news and we are constantly bombarded by so much negativity and so much hate that is going on. And so for all of the listeners out there, I first want to acknowledge your fears around COVID right now. You know, I'm right here with you and I'm truly hopeful that this year will bring us something better. And as always, it's really important to look at everything through an optimistic lens. So today I will share with you the news on the current vaccines being approved and administered, hopefully to bring you some ease and hope as well that we will get through this together. So if you don't already know, vaccines typically require years and years of research and testing before reaching um, before reaching like the everyday people. And this could take anywhere around like two to 10 years. 
But in 2020, scientists embarked on a race to produce safe and effective coronavirus vaccines in record time. Researchers are currently testing 67 vaccines in clinical trials on humans, and 20 have reached the final stages of testing. At least 89 preclinical vaccines are under active investigation in animals. So the vaccination approval process is a hefty one, but it's to ensure the safety of all of us. So it's really important. It first begins with preclinical trials where the vaccine is tested on animals to first ensure that it's safe to test on humans. And then it goes on to phases one through three, where more and more people receive the vaccine, starting with a few hundred people to then moving on to phase three, where we're looking at 30,000 people that are part of the trial. So there's a lot of data that is then taken to see the efficiency rate, where which basically means how effective the vaccine is towards killing the virus. And so after the three phases, then it is either approved or denied by the FDA in the United States. So to put into perspective of how difficult it is to get clinical trials approved, over 90% of all trials, not just in vaccines, but just in all medical trials, fail in phase one. So the fact that we were able to get a vaccine so rapidly is something one thing that we should all be truly grateful for. Um, it's really something that just proves that if we all work together, like there's just nothing that we can't achieve together. And I think that's something that if we look at this through that perspective, it'll really help us see the light at the end of the tunnel. And um, to talk about specific companies that are currently administering and creating vaccines. It first started with Pfizer on November 9th. The, it's a New York-based company that they made history by announcing that their coronavirus vaccine was over 90% effective. And it was the first time anyone had found such evidence. And just over a month later, on December 11th, the Food and Drug Administration granted it the first emergency use authorization ever given by the United States to a coronavirus vaccine. So this was a remarkable day. I'm sure many of you remember hearing about it on the news. And the Moderna vaccine is the second one authorized by the FDA coming a week after the vaccine made by Pfizer. And those two companies, Pfizer and Moderna, are currently the biggest producers of vaccines. However, there are many other companies that are working tirelessly to produce and replicate COVID vaccines as well. And there's different types of vaccines um, that are being tested and going through studies. And Johnson & Johnson recently hit the news coming out with a vaccine that only requires one dosage, unlike Pfizer and Moderna that require two. And another problem that's kind of coming about with Pfizer is that the Pfizer vaccine needs to be kept in extreme cold conditions in order to be preserved. So it's difficult to distribute it out to different countries, like on an international scale, especially developing countries and hard to reach areas that may not have the resources to keep these vaccines at such low temperatures. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine mitigates those two problems, but has only a 72% efficiency rate versus Pfizer's 95% 90 to 95% efficiency rate against the virus. So it's important, but it's still important to note that 72% is still a very high percentage. In order for it to be approved, it needs to have at least a 60% efficiency rate. So it's still way above that margin, but it's not as high as Pfizer. And there is still, though, again, like a lot of uncertainty on how the vaccinations will be distributed. So the Biden 
administration made a promise of at least 100 million shots in their first 100 days of office. And Dr. Fauci says that in order to see some sense of normalcy again, we need to reach at least 50% of the population vaccinated. And for full herd immunity, we must reach levels of around 70 to 80% of the population vaccinated. And with over 300 million people in the United States, it will obviously take quite a few months for these numbers to be reached. But Dr. Fauci and the Biden administration both remain hopeful that by fall of 2021, schools will reopen and we will finally get some sort of normalcy again. I'm personally praying because next year will be my like start of college at Georgetown, which I live in California. So it's almost like the other opposite side of the country for me. And so I just really hope that I get to be on campus next year because then I can meet like a ton of friends on campus. I just feel like it's so much harder to get that full experience online. So I'm really crossing my fingers. And Another worry that's kind of come about from COVID-19 is how rapidly it mutates, kind of like the flu as well, how it mutates every year. And that's why they need to make a flu vaccine. You have to get flu vaccines every year because of how rapidly it mutates. And with COVID, there's already the South African and Brazilian strains that are found to spread quicker and they may be more severe. There's not enough data yet to prove that it's more severe, but they're, they're not really sure. And studies show that for the South African strain, the vaccines already on the market are efficient in creating the antibi antibodies necessary to fight the virus off, but they're really unsure of how effective the vaccines are against the Brazilian strain. Uh, but the companies have mentioned that it's not that difficult to make a few tweaks into the vaccine to to target different strains as well. But despite all of this uncertainty, if there's any takeaway from the past year and medical revolutions of vaccines, it's that there's nothing we can't achieve if we work together, like I said before. And for all the listeners, I think that for today, that's the mindset that we should have, that together there isn't anything we can't do. We will make it out of this because in unity and in cooperation, the sky is truly the limit. And I know that sounds cheesy, but I hope that gives you some reassurance going into 2021 because I completely get how sometimes it feels like we're it's never going to go back to normal and that this feels like forever, but there's always a beginning, middle, and end to everything. And I think that we are closer to the end of this than we are to the beginning. So as long as we all work together and just spread love to each other during this hard time, I really think that we will come back from this stronger than ever before. But unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. Listeners, show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. In this segment, I will be talking to you today about mindfulness and meditations and how that has greatly helped me during this time. So I want to start off with how, especially now with the technology era and just being in quarantine, how we're just bombarded by technology, by notifications, by calls, text messages, um, even just in school, being online, um, assignments and just Zoom calls, Teams calls, whatever it may be. And our brains, it's like an overload of information for our brains. And we weren't wired to work that way you know if you look in evolution like the way that technology has evolved in the past 20 years like our bodies haven't like haven't evolved fast enough for it and we're really able to see the effects of how technology is really hurting our mental health um, through various studies and just that like being and on top of that being isolated right now because of COVID-19 it's really difficult and it's really been taking a toll on all of us and because of it we really are in a mental health crisis with seeing higher rates in depression higher rates in suicide and I can see it in my own community with my friends um like with social media just them always being stressed about how many likes you get on a post or how many followers you have. And I also get like, I deleted my, all my social media accounts because it really took a toll on me. But I remember how stressed I used to get about it. And it's such a great irony to think that like, even though we're more connected than ever before, like really we've never been more separated and more divided. And so I think that being in isolation and being and having just this bombardment of news and technology and all these different things, it's really, it's really hard to deal with. And I think that um, during this time, it's really important that we retrospect and turn back on ourselves and find solace in who we are and in our identity and just self-love. I think that's really important during this time. And so what I wanted to talk about to you today is mindfulness. And you may ask, what is mindfulness? And mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. So the reason why I bring up mindfulness is because we get this constant overload. It turns on, it turns on the part of our brain that is the innate part of our brain from way back to when like we were hunter gatherer like animal like the animalistic part of our brain that just constantly wants to react and without using um like ration like without using rational thought and so because of that we are so reactive now that we don't take the time to really think think through what we're doing and how we are feeling. And that may cause you to do something that later you look back and you're like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. Or I wish I didn't get angry and say those things at my friend. I wish I didn't say that text or send that text or say that 
mean comment on the phone and it's just things like that that it just you don't you no longer have control over your emotions and mindfulness is basically a superpower for that it's a way for you to be in control of yourself and it's something that technology has taken away from us a lot of the time especially in younger generations um we see that there is a loss of mindfulness in our generation and i think that during this time in isolation this is something that we can all improve on and it's something that will really grade in your quality of life and so imagine if whenever you are mad or upset or angry or you're feeling anxious if you just knew that you were feeling that way and you're just you take a st- step back and you're like okay this is how I feel when I'm angry or this is how I feel when I'm sad or this is how I feel when I'm anxious and you don't let yourself react to it you just let yourself feel that way but you are mindful that you feel that way it's just it's a way of really being in like really connecting with your inner self and so that way you are more calm and more rational when you go about your daily life whenever maybe you lost something and you're running around your house instead of panicking and thinking irrationally mindfulness allows you to take a step back and really think okay like it just allows you to unlock that rational part of your mind that allows you to think more clearly and allow to yourself to really calm down and be at a more relaxed state because when you are at that more relaxed state you're able to accomplish way more things you're able to be way more productive and you treat others more kindly and more respectfully as well And so you may think well how like this isn't a hard this is I mean this isn't an easy thing to um to grasp right like I wish I mean I it's something that I constantly work on and it's something that's not always easy to do but during quarantine what I have found after doing a lot of research on this topic is that meditation is really the best way to unlock that superpower that we all have. And so when you meditate, basically the studies show that when you meditate, it it turns off that innate part of your brain that's just so reactive and it turns on the part of your brain that's rational and clear like the part of your brain that allows you to think clearly and be more productive. And so if you meditate every single day for and it doesn't have to be a long meditation. It can be something as simple as just sitting down calmly and just thinking about your body, thinking about how you're feeling at that current moment just for a minute just stopping whatever you're doing and just thinking about how you're feeling and thinking about your breath and then whatever thoughts come into your brain whenever your mind wants to wander to different things you are observant of what is going on and um when you're able to just take that like 5 minute break every single day studies show that that greatly helps with turning off that very reactive part of your brain that um technology and being bombarded by phones and everything going on the hustle and bustle of life it really allows you to shut that all off and think better and be and just work better and all aspects of your life will improve 
And so for me, my favorite like apps for meditating, I really love the Calm app. And my favorite spots to meditate include the beach or if I'm um, hiking, there's several hiking places close to my house. And I love to meditate when I'm in nature. And another place that I really love to meditate is on my bed because I feel like (laughs) on my bed, I'm very comfortable. And especially with um, online school, I feel like I'm in my room a lot. So it's a safe space. You want to meditate where you feel safe. And the goal of meditating before, before I really didn't know what you were supposed to do when you're meditating. And it wasn't till I really got into mindfulness and what that was and the scientific studies of meditation and looking it through that, like through that lens, I really found what you really are supposed to do when you meditate. So I will share that with you. So when you to meditate, it is a productive process. And so basically when you meditate, like I was kind of saying before, you feel you are just hyper aware of your body and your emotions and just everything that you're feeling. And you just finally just shut off everything around you and you just focus on your breath. The breath is your anchor for like where your mind can focus on something because basically what is happening to us is that we're not able to focus on one certain thing anymore because our attention is diverted in so many different things at the same time. We're constantly like, how many times have you watched a movie while texting on your phone and calling a friend and talking to your mom and cooking dinner? And it's like, we do all of these different things at the same time that it's like we lose that value of just doing one thing. It takes away from everything almost. And with technology and with online school, online work, it it just feels like we're always doing things all the time, like multiple things at the same time. And so So our brains now are wired to like constantly think of different things at the same time to the point it's like we can't shut it out. So meditation, when you're meditating, you now are aware of it because I think a lot of times also we are blind to how um, we're blind to how we how diverted our attention is we can be lost in one thought for hours and not even realize it so meditating allows you to be aware so you focus on your body and you focus on your breath and if your mind starts to wander and that's a completely natural thing you shouldn't get mad at yourself or be annoyed with yourself that your mind starts to wander. It's a completely natural thing. So once it starts to wander, just be aware of where your thoughts go and then bring yourself back to your breath. And so what we're practicing is being aware of when our mind starts to wander away. And then we're able to then focus our attention to our breath and applying that to everyday life. Whenever we're doing something, then we are able to be aware of whenever we start to get distracted by other things and we're able to divert our attention back fully to what we are doing. And I think that is something that is so important and I think that really increases your happiness in the things that you're doing because if you're able to, you know, hang out with your family or go surfing or go hiking or just do things with shutting off like outside stresses or worries, I think that's something that is 
really special to have. And I know that for myself, it's something that's hard for me. And I know a lot of my other friends, it's hard for them that they're constantly stressing about something and they're never able to shut that out from the, for their, from their mind, even for just a few minutes. And to have to burden yourself with that stress all the time. It's like, we don't, we're not built for that. And we don't deserve that. We deserve to be free from that and be truly happy. Because what matters at the end of the day is our health, our safety, and of course, love. And so if we have those three things, we just need to remember that, that every single day, no matter what the stress is, what it is about, that the most important thing in life is that we're happy. And another thing that I have learned through meditating and through mindfulness is the power of self-love. And I think that a lot of times nowadays, we are so great at we're so great at being empathetic to others. Think about a time when your friend came back home and she was crying or he was crying and what you were thinking and how you reacted to that. Um, what first comes to my head is I just gave them a gigantic hug and I told them that everything was going to be okay and that I love them and that they, that it doesn't matter and that they're still special and that they're an amazing person. And imagine like, we're so great at telling other people that, but for some reason, it's like we forget to tell ourselves that. Imagine if somebody told you that um, whenever, like how you would feel like when you were upset or when you were angry and somebody came and comforted you. We all have that power to do that to ourselves. And so along with meditating and along with mindfulness, we also need to practice self-love and raising our confidence and our self-esteem because that is so important in you know accomplishing our everyday goals and our dreams um because we are our biggest supporters obviously and we have so much love to give out and it's important to love yourself as well and so things that i do to you know, for self-love is I really like to write in a journal and I write positive affirmations every single morning. I wake up and I write a list of things that, that I like about myself and that I feel confident about myself. And I've been doing that recently a lot and I feel like it has really helped me be um, more confident in myself and be more happy with myself and other things that I like to do is sometimes I just like to have a night to myself sometimes I'm I just turn everything off and I just have a spa night and just different little things like that that you just treat yourself and you just really love yourself is I think the first is like truly important during this time, especially during quarantine. It's something that we can all work on because in order to love others, you must love yourself as well. And um, so that, I just want to leave you with that today um, to remember to be mindful and to love yourself and that meditating is truly like such an amazing, amazing thing that we should all take advantage of. It's so underestimated. And I think that it will truly, truly make your life better. I know that it has made my life better. And um, so my best friend, she also meditates a lot and she deals with anxiety. And with meditating, she was really able to um, overcome her anxiety and her depression. So I highly, highly recommend that. 
So unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment as well. Please show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 Literacy Charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. Keep listening for more for segment three. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. Today's show is all about COVID-19 positivity and mindfulness. In this last segment, I will be talking to you about all of my favorites, hopefully to give you some inspo on ways to keep you active and healthy during quarantine. So to start off, I'll start off with... um, hanging out, my favorite things to do, hang out safely with friends, because I know that during quarantine, it's really hard on us to stay alone by ourselves because we are all social beings at heart. And it's so hard to be away from your friends and family if your family lives um, in a different place. We like, even though we have FaceTime and Zoom and all the other, you know, online chat rooms and things like that, it's really not the same as seeing someone in person. And so my favorite ways to, you know, really get that physical contact with people, but safely during COVID include um, different, I, well, with my friends, we did, we did you know, socially safe picnics. That was one thing that we did. I mean, socially distanced picnics. So we would go to somebody's backyard and we would sit six feet apart and we'd all bring our little lunch and we just eat like with each other and be able to talk to each other, but be socially distanced and do it safely as well. And so we did that a few times at the start of COVID-19 as start of like quarantine back in March and May um, because it was really just a nice way to be with my friends still but be and of course be like safe while doing it and it was just so nice to be around people again and a uh, kind of similar to that is doing like socially distanced like outside like car car hangout so basically we would meet in a parking lot and our cars would be in different spots in the parking lot six like more than six feet apart and then we would all sit in the back of our trunks and then talk to each other and that was also a super fun thing to do to be still close with my friends and be able to laugh with them and see their you know their body language and the way that they react to you. And it just, I think it really brought me 
even it like brought me a lot of happiness and joy because that FaceTime and um, other social media platforms just don't give me that that physical interaction with people do. And so it's really, I think that's another way to hang out with people that is safe and um, it's safe and it's a great way to still, you know, keep in contact with people. And another way, another thing that um, we do is we paint outside. I love to paint and I think I talk about painting all the time, but uh, painting is just such a relaxing thing to do during quarantine and just in general. And so doing it with your friends obviously is even more fun. And so um, we would go to the, I live in California, super close to the beach. So we would go to the beach and, uh, and be six feet apart and we'd all have our little painting supplies and we just paint by the beach and paint the sunset and the ocean. And it was just such a fun thing to do because it's something that sparks your creative juices and it relieves a lot of stress during this time so I highly recommend that it was also my birthday on the 16th of January and obviously I couldn't really do anything or have like any sort of big party or anything like that and so my friends my close friends what they did was they threw like a little secret surprise hangout for me and it was at the beach and we were all staying like six feet apart but they brought me my favorite food which is chilies chicken enchilada soup and they brought me and we all painted these they know that I love to paint and they brought me like just different candies and my favorite desserts. So that was just so much fun. And I know that for a lot of people for birthdays, it's hard during this time because you can't do what we would normally do, you know, being around a big group of people. But another thing that we've been doing with my group of friends is drive-bys. So you would drive by their house and drop off like a birthday poster or a birthday present or whatever it is and they would and you would be socially distanced but you still get that human interaction and you get to show them that you really care about them and that's I just feel like that's more it's just more touching than just a text or a call and sometimes that's all we can do but with your close friends, I highly recommend that planning a little drive-by is really fun. And so moving on to my favorite shows to binge watch right now, I definitely highly recommend The Bachelor. I am super obsessed with the show right now. My, If any of you love The Bachelor. I am definitely Rachel, I think, is one of my favorites right now. And another, an- a few other shows that I like a lot are Gossip Girl. I love The Fosters on Netflix. Um, and I kind of, I love all the shows on Netflix right now. And just, I feel like Netflix is the go-to as well as Hulu now is also really popular. And um, some of my favorite movies, movies is harder because I feel like movies, there's just so many different types of movies depending on what you're in the mood for. But I, for some reason, really like sad movies. So my favorite movie of all time is Me Before You, and I highly recommend it. Um, And so moving on to favorite like outside activities so this I can go on for all day for I am a huge adventure outside person I love the outdoors and exploring nature so um some of my favorites well I'm a swimmer so I do swimming I still swim every day 
Um, and because my team were able to socially distance in the pool, we have one person per lane. So we're able to still practice together every day. And I just love the water. And I feel like the water is really therapeutic to me. And so I also love to kayak. I live close to the ocean. So if you live close to a lake or a body of water, I highly recommend kayaking because it's such great upper body exercise and it really, it just keeps you active and it's really, really calming when you do it. And something that's also kind of fun that me and my friend did during quarantine was inflatable rafting. So if you don't have a kayak on hand and you don't want to deal with loading a huge kayak into your car and bringing it to your nearest like body of water, I highly recommend inflatable rafting. So you can get inflatable rafts like on Amazon for less than $50. And so you would blow it up with an inflatable pump or an electric pump, I mean. And so you'd inflate it and bring it into the water and then you'd have paddles and you're able to paddle and move in it just like a kayak. And it's so much fun and it feels it feels really adventurous and fun when you do it with friends or your family. And so I highly, highly recommend because it's also like really relaxing to just float around in the water on the raft because it's so comfortable. So you can just lay back and you can meditate and you can just think about life and being surrounded by nature. It's the most therapeutic thing that I've ever done. It, I always think that it's just medicine for my brain. So I highly, highly recommend if you're not really a water person, I also recommend, you know, running. If you like running, running for a lot of people clears their mind and it's great exercise and it's really a great way to keep active and get your body moving and getting your heart rate up. Another thing is biking. I personally like biking a lot. And me and my dad always go biking together and it's so much fun because it can be really relaxing, but it's also a great workout at the same time. So you get kind of a mix of both. I feel like running is more, it's more excruciating, but that's just in my opinion. I'm not a big runner, but I know a lot of people that are hardcore diehard like runners that just speak so highly of it. So I had to include that. And another thing that I really love to do is yoga because I've never been that flexible when I was younger and I have herniated discs in my back. And so yoga has helped me so much to increase my flexibility and it's helped me get rid of my back pain as well because it's really is great for strengthening your core and just strengthening a lot of muscles that we may not use every day. So it's also great if you have like arthritis as well or any sort of back pain, or anything like that. It's very healing for your body. And I just think that it's a really, really relaxing thing to do, but also a great exercise and a great workout. And so moving on, my since it's the middle of winter, there is, there. is I'm sure, well, where I live, it doesn't really snow ever here. But it has been raining quite a bit recently. So I had to include some of my favorite rainy day activities. And so one of them is definitely reading. I love, love reading books. And um, especially during, especially now that I have so much more time to read. I think that at school, having to read books for school can be really tedious but when you're just doing it for enjoyment, I think that it's really underrated. Like it's so relaxing and it's so enjoyable. And before and before quarantine, I really never was a big reader and a big fan of reading, but I gave it a try and I was very, very pleasantly surprised by it.
And so some of my favorite books, well, right now I'm reading The Billion Dollar Whale. It's a super popular book right now. And it's really interesting because it's about this guy named Joe Lowe, who is currently under investigation by the FBI. And he was able, he basically scammed Malaysia, the Malaysian government out of billions of dollars and would throw these huge, lavish parties um, and pay celebrities hundreds of thousands of dollars to show up at these parties. And it's, the book is basically all about how he was able to create this world and how he was able to scam so many people and how he got into these really elite circles. And it's really, it's really fascinating. It's really interesting because a lot of it has to do as well with um, the Ivy League schools and like elite colleges. And since I'm kind of in that next phase of my life, it's, it's very interesting for me to see like that he went through that and what he did and it, it was just really interesting to see how he like used like all of these elite schools to get into these like super um, high class circles. And then um, in the end, be able to scam the Malaysian government and just like global international economics. He was able to manipulate it in order to steal like billions of dollars so it's really interesting I highly recommend it and um another few books that I like of course is Nicholas Sparks anything by Nicholas Sparks I think is really interesting as well as John Green as well as Stephen King if you're down like into scary books but that's basically all I have for you today unfortunately we are out of time for today's show Thanks for listening to Super Smart Sundays here on Express Yourself. Please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs at bethestaryouare.org. Please consider a donation as it is a new year. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. And thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself